Chapter one hundred and twenty seven of the Holiest of All by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Chapter one hundred and twenty seven The God of Peace and What He Has Done for Us. Hebrews chapter thirteen, verses twenty and twenty one. Now the God of Peace, who brought again from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep in the blood of the eternal covenant, even our Lord Jesus, make you perfect. The epistle began by telling us that in all that Christ is and does, it is God speaking in us. The great work of Christ is to bring us to God. His death and his blood, his ascension and sitting on the throne all mean one thing, our being brought nigh to dwell in God's presence. And with what object? That God may have us, to perfect us, and work in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Let no one think that the entrance into the holiest is the end. It is only the beginning of the true Christian life. It brings us into the right place and the right position in which God, now, in his divine power, can work out his own power in us, can make us in full truth one with Christ, can work the likeness of Christ into us we have reached the close of the epistle the writer gathers up all his teaching in the two verses of this beautiful closing prayer as in it he commits his readers to god the mention of god's name calls up all that he has said of god's work and the first of the two verses is a summing up of all that god has done for us to bring us to himself then follows in the second the prayer with its promise of all that we can count upon this god to do in us that we may live worthy of him he points to the work god has done for us as the ground and pledge of what he will do in us the epistle has revealed to us god in christ it seeks to send us out into life with the assurance that as wonderful and mighty and perfect as was the work of god in christ for us will be his work through christ by the spirit in us let each one who has listened to the call let us draw nigh remember that he has been brought to god that god may now reveal christ in him and as completely as he perfected christ perfect each one of us to do his will the more we look to what god has done in christ as the pledge of what he will do in us with the more confidence will our faith accept and expect it and the more our desire is set upon the wonderful work god is yet to do in us the more will our heart be fixed in adoration on god himself as our hope and our joy the god of peace this is the name by which we are invited to call upon and trust our god peace is the opposite of enmity of war of care of unrest where everything is finished and perfect there is peace and rest God hath set the holiest open for us, in token that we may enter into his rest, and trust him to perfect his work in us. The peace of God which passeth all understanding can now keep our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. Peace, an end of all care and fear and separation, has been proclaimed. The God of peace is now waiting to do his work in us who brought again from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep in the blood of the everlasting covenant the epistle has nowhere directly made mention of the resurrection of christ but this was not needful all its teaching was based upon the fact that he who died and shed his blood is now living in heaven 
we have studied the epistle in vain and we shall in vain attempt to live the true christian life if we have not learnt that our salvation is not in the death of jesus but in his life in his death only as the gate to the risen life and so the god of peace whom we are now invited to trust in is spoken of as he who raised jesus the shepherd of the sheep who gave his life for them from the dead scripture ever points to the resurrection as the mightiest part of god's mighty power the god of the resurrection is to be the god in whom we trust for the work to be done in us he has raised christ as the shepherd who watches and tends his sheep through whom he will do his work in the blood of the everlasting covenant we know how the blood has been coupled in the epistle with the redemption of transgressions the opening of the entrance into heaven and the cleansing of the heart from all conscience of sin were it not for that blood shedding christ had never risen from the dead in that blood even the blood of the everlasting covenant which could only be made after there had been a redemption for transgressions god raised jesus from the dead it was the blood that sealed the covenant by which the covenant blessings of perfect pardon of the law written in the heart and direct fellowship with god were secured to us it was the blood that had conquered sin and death and hell that could give the entrance into heaven and cleanse the sinner's heart for the reception and experience of the heavenly life and as those who are sprinkled with this blood the secret of resurrection power we are invited to trust the god of the resurrection to work in us the god of peace who hath raised jesus from the dead in the blood of the covenant make you perfect in every good work to do his will the god who perfected his son through suffering to do his will until he raised him in triumph over death to his own right hand o soul this same god is waiting to do this same work in thee in the same power what he did in christ for thee is all for the sake of what he is now day by day to do in thee all that thou hast learnt of the wonders of his redeeming work and his receiving thee into the holiest is that thou mightest now confidently trust and expect him to take possession of thee and perfect his work within thee o oh, let us draw nigh and enter in in the restful adoring assurance that god will perfect us in every good thing peace is rest to know the god of peace is to enter the rest of god and until the soul rests in him in sabbath peace god cannot do his higher his perfect work the work of the father and the son for us find their completion in the work of the holy spirit within us all the objective revelation is for the sake of the subjective experience the mighty power of god working in the heart of his child what he longs to see it is in what god makes us that the power of the redemption in christ is proved by faith here more than ever this must be our watchword faith that sees and accepts and dwells in all that god has done for us in christ and then counts upon his faithfulness and power to make it all real within us in christ through the spirit as it was through the spirit that god wrought that perfect work in christ by which fallen human nature as he had taken it upon himself was redeemed and raised up and glorified 
so nothing can make us partakers of that redeeming and quickening power but that same spirit truly living and working in our soul and body in the same manner as it did in the humanity of christ end of chapter one hundred and twenty seven